0: سوات الله والسلامه عليه أما بعد يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء وَأَحْسَنَ الْهَدْيِ هَدْيِ مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بدع وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ ثُمَّ أَمَّا بَعْدٍ الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah حدثني جماعة من الشيوخ بإسناد كل إلى سفيان بن عيينة عن عمرو بن دينار عن أبي قابوس عن عبد الله بن عمرو بن عاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الرحمون يرحمهم الرحمن ارحموا من في الأرض يرحمكم من في السماء وقال العلماء ذلك بأن العلم رحمة غايته في الدنيا رحمة ونتيجه في الآخرة رحمة. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said in a hadith that is called مسلسل بالأولية. It is a hadith that is مسلسل بالأولية. It is a hadith that many of the scholars of the past they will begin by teaching their new pupils, by teaching them this Hanif, And it's to outline knowledge and the importance of knowledge and the goal of seeking knowledge and the like. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, those who are merciful, they will be shown mercy by the most merciful. So be merciful to those who are in the earth and the one who is above the heavens, he will show you mercy The reason the ulama will teach this hadith as the first hadith when teaching the new students who are seeking knowledge Was to show them the nature of knowledge The nature of knowledge when it is implemented What one is looking for, so on and so forth The ulema they mentioned, they said They said this is because knowledge is mercy Knowledge is mercy Meaning when it is applied the result of knowledge in this world is mercy when knowledge is applied when beneficial knowledge is applied the result of it in this world will be mercy bring about mercy good situation bring about good and the ultimate goal of knowledge is To receive mercy in the hereafter That's the ultimate goal It's so in the hereafter Due to seeking knowledge And acquiring knowledge And implementing knowledge We will receive mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala By being entered into the, the Jannah So this is the reason that we seek knowledge And we seek to understand That we memorize so that we may implement. So that we can live in accordance to and act upon. This is very, very important. And this will bring about mercy. When a person applies knowledge, then this will have an effect upon their total person. This will have an effect upon the manner in which they speak. So you'll find from them words that will lend to and lead to mercy. They'll be forbearance. They'll be patient. They will say the right word at the right time. And because of their knowledge, they will know when not to say anything. They will know when to withhold their speech. They will act in a way that is appropriate. that won't have any bad repercussions, but will have good repercussions because they're implementing their knowledge, doing what they're supposed to do and staying away from what they're supposed to stay away from. So on and so forth. And just reflect, just reflect upon the importance of knowledge when implied the importance of knowledge when applied in an individual's life and all of the beneficial fruit and and, 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 and that, that that will spring from that so, and, uh just, just some 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 points of reflection inshallah ta'ala we continue going over the tremendous book by imam al nawawi his 40 hadith and we have reached the section in this particular hadith that we've been looking at for the past few classes where the Prophet wasallam said, وَمَنْ سَلَكَ طَرِيقًا يلتمس فِيهِ سَهَّلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ طريقا إلى الجنة. That whoever traverses a path, seeking knowledge therein, whoever traverses a path, seeking knowledge therein, then Allah will make it easy for that individual, the path to the Jannah. Allah will make it easy for that person The path to Jannah This right here This statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam For everyone Who is truly concerned About themselves For everyone who is truly Looking after Their best interest Then This should be A Point That you really stick to, this should be a highlighting point, this should be an extreme encouragement for you. Because the one who's concerned for himself and they want good for themselves, the one who wants the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when they hear this, that the Jannah, the path of Jannah will be made easy for individuals, then your attention should immediately go up. Your attention should immediately be drawn. The path of Jannah, that's what I've been looking for. The path of Jannah made easy, your attention should immediately go up and be drawn. How? How can the path of Jannah be made easy? The Prophet said, By seeking knowledge. That whoever traverses a path seeking knowledge, then Allah will make it easy for him, due to it, due to them seeking knowledge, the path to the Jannah. Naam. سَهَرَ اللَّهُ لَهُ بِهِ the great alama, the great scholar, muhaddith al-Madina, the muhaddith. The Muhaddith of Medina, the greatest scholar of hadith currently in Al-Medina. Sheikh Abdul Muhsin al abad Al-Badr, He mentions, he says, That in it, there is an encouragement. This In this portion of the hadith, this is an encouragement to seek knowledge, the knowledge of the religion, legislative knowledge. And I want you to really think about this because the knowledges or the disciplines that we are encouraged to study, the disciplines that parents will get very upset with their children over, the disciplines that certain parents may actually discipline their children over the disciplines that children will get punished due to and because of because of them you know not performing well or not taking it seriously so they get punishment right they may get their uh, the game taken away from them for example right not allowed to play games not allowed to ride your bike not allowed to go outside because XYZ didn't do good on this or that or these disciplines More often than not, what are they? Think about it. What are they? More often than not, they are interdisciplinary disciplines. Interdisciplinary disciplines. They'll get punished over because they didn't perform well on their math test or because in their biology class, they got a D or because in their history class. They, they they pulled off a, you know, a C-minus or something like this, right? They failed the test or whatever the case is, they get in trouble. They get in trouble for interdisciplinary studies. And interdisciplinary studies, the likes of what was mentioned and others from that, undoubtedly they have a benefit. Undoubtedly they have a benefit. They benefit us here in in, in, in this world. However, their benefit is lacking. Their benefit It is not a complete benefit. It's an incomplete benefit. Why? Because it only benefits us in this world. Or many of these disciplines only benefit us throughout the duration of our career. That's it. They benefit us throughout the duration of our career and or subsequent schooling prior to that. They benefit us. But after that, they have no benefit whatsoever. Right? After that, there's no benefit whatsoever. Calculus, things of this nature, trigonometry, right? Uh, Trigonometry and things of this nature, do they benefit you? Outside of work and outside of being in school? Is this what you're going to use in your day-to-day? More than likely, no. More than likely, no. But there is a knowledge, another type of knowledge, that benefits you here in this life, and it benefits you in the next life. It benefits you in this world. And it will benefit you in the next world. But this type of knowledge, unfortunately, a lot of times parents don't have a concern for as it relates to their children. They don't care if their children learn it or not. They don't care if their children excel in it or not. They they really don't care. They, they don't have a real concern. How often is the case that children will be left? In the schools of the of the masjid They'll be dropped off at the school of the masjid And picked up. Week in and week out. Week in and week out. And it's very few parents that will even ask you. What is the homework? What is their assignment? They don't care. As long as they drop them off. And pick them up. That's the only concern. I dropped them off. I put I put them in the Quran program. The, the weekend program. Uh, I feel good about myself as a parent. You know, Look what I'm doing. But then there's no follow up. There's no follow up and the teachers experience this when they have a difficulty getting the parents to help these children with their homework, to help them with their homework, to be up to, to, I need mean, to make sure they have the necessary materials to do their homework, whether the binders, the notepads, whatever the case is, right? To um, Make sure before coming to class they have done their homework. They don't check. They make a drop them off. That's it. But they learn. Do well. Don't do well. There's, there's, there's really no follow up. Why is that? Why is this the case? When the knowledge that will go beyond the grave. That knowledge that will benefit your child in this world and in the next. That knowledge ultimately. That what? If a person seeks it, it will make the path to jannah easy for them. Why is this knowledge neglected? And then we say we want good for our children. Listen. When it comes to interdisciplinary knowledge. Parents will say, I make sure my children get good grades. Because I want them to be able to get into a good school. Because in getting into a good school, they'll be able to land a better job. And by having a good job, they, then they will have a better life. They'll have an easy life. Right? And, okay, that makes sense. No one's arguing with that logic. Makes sense. Right? Okay, that makes sense. However, what makes more sense, and that which should not be neglected, because without saying to neglect that, to neglect their grades and so on and so on. We're not saying neglect that. We're saying to be diligent upon that. Okay? Be diligent upon that. Because, yes, that makes sense. It's going to benefit them. Because you want them to have a good life in this world. Okay, no, no problem. A parent should want that. That's what a parent should want. But even more importantly, and in addition, additionally and more importantly, and even before that, they should want them to have what, a good life in the next world. They should want them to have a good life where? In the next world. Even more importantly. In other words, for my children, I want them to go to the Jannah first and foremost. And I want them to have a good life in this world. I don't want no harm to come to my children. I want their lives to be easy. Now, every parent wants that, right? Every parent wants that for their child. But at the end of the day, if I had to choose one of the two, either they have a good life in this world Or they have a good life in the next. Then I prefer they have a good life in the next world. I prefer they go to Jannah. At the end of the day. They go to Jannah. Whatever happens before that. As long as they go to Jannah. That's what's most important. That's what's most important. But unfortunately. The attitude of a lot of parents is. As long as they have a good life in this world. That's what's most important. I don't care about what comes after that. And that's reflective in the way that they interact with their children. That, they'll, that they would concentrate on that which would benefit them here, but but I have no concern with that which would benefit them in the next world. This is a big problem. This is a big parenting, pet parenting problem. This is something that the parents really have to look at because this is a, a deficiency. This is ultimately leading to destruction of their children. They think they're doing good for their children, but they're really not. Ultimately, they're hurting their children. And I don't think any parent truly will ever intentionally want to hurt their child. I don't believe not any good parent that is. No you know, not any good parent. You know, so in any event, this is something as parents we need to think about. And it's something as individuals, even before that, we need to think about for ourselves. You understand? Because at the end of the day, you know, what's what's the purpose of everybody going to gender if 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 you gotta go to hell? What's the point of that? You you should want to go to gender too. I know I want to go to gender too, as far as I'm concerned, but at you know, ultimately I wanna go to gender. I want to go to Jannah. That's my top priority. One of my top priorities, you know, going to Jannah. I want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When I meet Allah, I want Allah to be pleased with me. These these are my top priorities. You you understand? And these should be your top priorities. And you should instill into your children that these should be their top priorities. That when it's all over, said, and done, no matter what happened, when, what, where you live, where you didn't live, what kind of car you have, what kind of car you didn't have, whatever, at the end of the day, As they say When you meet your Lord You meet him upon Tawheed You meet him upon following the Sunnah of the Prophet You meet him and he is pleased with you That's what's important Because if you meet Allah And he's pleased with you And he enters you into the Jannah And he saves you from the hellfire And puts you in the Jannah Nothing before that even really matters. The nights you went to sleep and you didn't have nothing to eat? Who cares? The times that you that, that your car broke down and you had to take public transportation or, or take ride sharing services? Who cares? The time that your toe used to hurt you and that? Who cares? Because now what? You were in the agenda for how long? Forever. Forever, ever, ever. So what came before that? Who cares? You was a doctor. You was a lawyer. You was a, you was an engineer. Right? Or you, or you, was a, you, you didn't have any of those degrees. Accolades. And the like. long as you go to Jannah, like, Who really cares? Who cares? I don't know. Just thinking. I don't know how you think. But that's how I think. In any event. This hadith is an encouragement to seek. Knowledge, legislative knowledge. Now al Knowledge of the religion. Knowledge so that you understand your religion. Those sciences and those tools that will help you better understand your religion, like learning the Arabic language and, and the sciences of the Arabic language. Now this helps you understand Islam. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a, a destination, right? But rather, learning Arabic and understanding Arabic is what is a tool. It's a tool. Uh, as, as, uh, as 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 some of the early madhays say, Kitab Sunnah." Kitab Sunnah. man They said, "If it wasn't for the book and the Sunnah, we wouldn't learn Arabic. We learn Arabic why? Because the Quran is in Arabic. We learn Arabic why? Because the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu is in Arabic. Arabic with them within itself is not a is not a is not a destination. You understand? that's that's, that's not the final destination. That's not the ultimate goal. But rather it's just a means to attaining understanding of the religion so that we can implement, live by, and apply the religion in our day-to-day life, so that when we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we receive His mercy and, and get entered into the Jannah. See this is what it's about. Arabic is just a tool. It's just, it's just a tool. So as long as you understand it that it's a tool and it's not a destination within within itself, it's not a goal within itself, then you're straight. When you when you look at Arabic like it's a goal, then what's the point of that? Because I mean, some of the most eloquent Arabs to ever walk the earth was like Abu Jahl. Now, Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab, they were some of the most eloquent people in Arabic language to ever walk the earth. But what did that eloquence in the Arabic language get get them? Nothing. What did it benefit them? Nothing. Right. So Arabic within within itself, no, it's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a uh, a goal. In any event, it's getting tools like that. Those, 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 uh, yani, uh, those tools, those, those those disciplines that will help you better understand your religion. All of this enters into seeking knowledge of the religion. All of this enters into seeking knowledge of the religion. Knowledge of tafsir, knowledge of hadith, so on and so forth. All of this helps you, yani, all of this, excuse me, this is knowledge of the religion. So that knowledge of religion, like knowledge of tafsir knowledge of, of of hadith and so on and so forth now, and those sciences that help you better understand those disciplines, all of this enters into seeking knowledge of the religion or knowledge of the religion now so this is what this is what we have to be striving for, right Was-suluk that whoever takes the path. Whoever seeks this knowledge of the deen, this legislative knowledge, they seek to become knowledgeable in Islam. Okay? Then whoever takes this Yani tariq al whoever takes the way to get this knowledge. Now I'm in a whoever takes the way to get this knowledge, then Allah will make easy for them to the pass to the Jannah. Now, the ways to get this knowledge, and this is very important, very important. The Shaykh mentions, he says they take, they, they, yeah, they, they seek this knowledge and they take the means and they put in the effort to attain this knowledge. Regardless of whether that is by traveling, by traveling to seek it. Because sometimes, yes, you have to travel. You may not have a scholar in, in your in your area, right? Or uh you may have scholars in your area and then you may travel to what? To benefit from other scholars in other areas. Now, sometimes you have to travel or you may travel to go to school in a certain place or you may travel to, a yeah, to go to a certain center, a learning center in a certain place that's not, that's not in your country, that's not in your in your city, that's not in your state, right? All of this enters into going out to seek knowledge, right? Um, likewise, even on a, a lesser note, maybe there is a masjid. That has a student of knowledge um, in your area or not in your area, I should say, in an area that's adjacent to your area. So you have to travel to that message to attend those classes on on those particular days to attend those classes that will enter into it. All of this is taking the path, trying to learn, maybe a conference somewhere, right? Going to that conference may have to travel. You may have to get a plane ticket. You may have to hit the interstate, so on and so forth. All of this is in the in, in, in the way of seeking knowledge, so that you may you may learn. And I'm highlighting this because listen, we you know this becomes or at one period of time, this was commonplace. People will travel 45 minutes, an hour, you know, sometimes longer, to go to the master to for you know, for a class, right? Okay, or they will travel, you know, a few states over to to go to a conference. Okay, this is good, no problem. But don't forget the purpose of you going there. Because how often is the case people will travel, you know, get on airplanes to go to a conference, go to that conference, and then at the conference, don't take the classes seriously. It becomes more of a social event. It becomes more of a catching up event. You're seeing brothers you haven't seen in a long time. And maybe they have a marketplace there. You want to get some books. You want to get some clothes and all this type of stuff. But the ultimate purpose was supposed to be to go there to learn something. Right? But people they don't come with that in mind. They come with the you know nice pens in their pocket, you know, and all that. And then the whole time the pen is right there. The whole conference, the pen don't leave the pocket. So then, what's the point of that? It's just, it's just decoration. That's one of your accessories. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, it's there. So you, so you always you always can write. You can always take notes. You can always take benefit. You know, they show up. They don't have they don't have books, beautiful pens, nothing to write on. So what's the point? My point is take it serious. When you when you seeking out and you and you travel to go places, take it serious. Go with the materials that you need. Whatever whatever is your your you know your preference. You want to go old school, so you want to have pens and pads and paper and, and journals. That's fine. You want to go new school. You want to bring your iPad. You want to bring your your computer, right? Digitally things like that. Your your, your stylus or your Apple pencil, whatever the case is. That's cool. As long as you get the the knowledge down, as long as you trap the knowledge, that's fine. Whatever way that you do that, best and most that's most comfortable for you, do that. Do that. You want to write it in the memo on your on on, on your phone? That's fine. As long as you get it down. As long as you take it serious, no problem. But the point is, take it serious. Don't just show up just to be there. No, take it serious. ta'ala. So that is whether it be by traveling. Or whether it be by taking the means by way in which you could attain that knowledge By acquiring and the acquisition of beneficial books The acquisition of beneficial books Do you understand? uh, You see the students of knowledge, right? Many of the students of knowledge when they, and, and, the, yeah, they, and and you know students of knowledge and imitating the mashayikh, and 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 benefiting from their character and their example, and following their example. Right. So you find that often students of knowledge they will give their their classes and their addresses inside of their libraries. Right. Inside their libraries, as you see behind me, a portion of my of my library. Right. Uh, you 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 will see this. And why is this the case? Is, is this because, you know, you just got to buy a bunch of books, you know, uh, if you're a student of knowledge, is that, is, you, is that like you just got to buy a bunch of books? No, it's because what this is part of seeking knowledge is you have a concern and you in the, of, of acquiring books. Why? So that you could read them, so that you could read them. And not for show, not for decoration, but so you can read them, so you can benefit your research material your reference material right books so you can benefit and learn about your religion you study so you buy these books because these are tools that help you study that help you learn you know Sheikh Hassan hab Al-Banna Rahimullahu ta'ala one time we were talking and he said to me he said he said um well I was asking him a, a number of questions right um And some of the questions that I would ask him, him, uh, the purpose of me asking him, it was so other people could benefit from the answer. It wasn't necessarily because I wanted to know the answer or because I didn't know the answer. It was because I wanted other people to to benefit from his answer. Why? Because I was dealing with the people who they they didn't respect me. They didn't respect me. So what I had to say was like, yeah, whatever. We don't care what the Sheikh said. But what he said had weight. Right. So I would ask him these questions and some of the and some of the questions were kind of, you know, were kind of were, were 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 things that, that weren't too complicated. Right. I should say. So the sheikh, he stopped me at one time. He said, listen, he said, why are you asking me these questions? You can find this answer yourself really easy. He said, he said, when you go to school, he said, your, your, your teacher or the professor in the university, he teaches you everything A to Z about a topic. Or or does he direct you and then you have to go home? You have to study. You have to open up the books. You have to do research, and you learn a lot on your own, right? And I was like, Nah, I'm nah, not. That that is correct, Sheikh. He said. So, what are you asking me these these type of questions for? You can easily you can easily find an answer yourself. What are you asking me for? So I you know, I, I explained to him. I said, No, no, Sheikh. What happened is you know these people around here they, they don't respect me like that. Um. So that, so what I say may they don't care, you know. But what you say has weight. So what you say is more beneficial. So I'm really asking so that they could benefit from your answer, not that I'm necessarily trying to know myself. And he said, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." He said, "That makes sense." He said, "Cause I was going to say, you know, this is." <laughs> he said, "I, you know, this seems like somebody trying to be lazy now. You want me to do everything for you, you know?" And I said, "No, no, no. I just, you know, they don't respect me, Sheikh. So I, I want them to benefit from your answer. Now." So the sheikh he laughed he said no I understand i i I get it no 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 problem then he went to answer the the list of questions I had um in any event but <clears throat> this is this is yani what will help you is buying books right it, it's unfortunate but now the people they don't they don't buy uh books anymore like that or they buy them but they don't read them so the sheikh said the acquisition of books, and to read the books مِنْهَا And to benefit from the books. So not just to buy them, right? But to, to read them, go through them, look at them. You, you understand? And this is how the student of knowledge يعني, should be. The person that's, that's seeking knowledge this is how they should be. Is that they should be a person who has a concern for books, not just buying them, but they buy them, they read them, they benefit from them, they take notes from them. Yeah. So therefore, as a, a Shaykh Saleh, al Aziz al Shaykh, he mentions, that a student should never read a book except that he has with him a pen and an additional notebook that he can jot down the uh, some some benefits real fast so that, that he learned that while 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 they are reading and also what to highlight certain sections. You may want to highlight. You may want to under or overline certain certain sections right of, of of the material that you're reading so there's certain passages that you can easily come back to. You may want to put bookmarks in certain places so there's certain passages that you can easily come back to in the book itself and even make a, uh, what do you call it, to make a tab in the book itself, for example, to have the writable tabs. You can put a tab and, say, you know, and write the topic or the issue or the paragraph that you want to draw your attention to so that you can quickly go back to that particular um, uh, reference point in the book itself and in addition to that, you have a notebook where you actually will write down that paragraph or that statement or whatever the case is, so that you may benefit and have a quick reference that you can study and memorize from, right? That you should never read except that you should have these that you should have these tools with you. This is very important because the point of acquiring the books is to what is is to attain the knowledge, and this is the point to attain the knowledge. Now, uh, the sheikh says. He went on to uh, to say, Wa mullah Also, right. Also, and the sheikh is mentioning is not not in order of 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 yani uh, priority, but just mentioning certain things. And it could be said he's mentioning them in a manner that is the most easy to attain, right? Because when it comes to books, and it comes to 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 getting our hands on reference material in books. That's something that the vast majority of the people have access to. The vast majority of people have access to. Even those who can't afford to buy it will have access to a library where they can go and borrow it or they can go to the library, sit and read and benefit from it. So when it comes to books, this is that which is most is accessible to the most majority of the people. Right? So he starts with this because this is easy. Easy. Get your hand on some books. Start reading them. Start taking notes. Start being serious. Okay. And now, Subhanallah, with all the books online and PDF version, electronic version, and so on and so forth, y'ani. Subhanallah, you get a lot of books now. There's a lot of books that I have, uh, y'ani, uh, uh, electronic versions of that I never even saw the physical book in my life. Never saw it before in my life. Didn't even know it exist existed until I saw it online in a, in, a, in an electronic form. You know, so benefit. You know, we live in a time where you know benefit. You understand. And there's no excuse that you're not benefiting. We live in a time where, it's just, I mean, come on, you get so much stuff for free now. Really? Come on. We we, we just be uh, be playing. In any event. Um, so he mentions first about the books and been reading them and benefiting from them. And then he says, and sticking to the early amount. Nah, now i got to stick to the early M-I. This is something that not, not as accessible. they are not scholars everywhere. So sometimes you have to travel to go to scholars. Sometimes you may not have a scholar in your particular area, in your particular land, sometimes not even in your country. So you have to travel to go to that scholar. Or, right, or in addition, yeah, because you always want to travel and go physically. But also in the meantime and in between time to also follow the lessons of that scholar that are available online. Follow the lessons of that scholar that are available in uh, tape form or in the recordings I say tape form going back maybe I aged myself when I said that but tape form right or in an mp3 form or in every or in 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 whatever you know, any format that the audio has been recorded or if it is a video whatever format the video has been recorded to benefit from those classes because they're being recorded audio uh, visual and so on and so forth so we can benefit now like we I mean, it wasn't available before. So this is this is a this is a there's a bounty that we have to take advantage of. So we have to be serious in doing this, be serious in uh connecting with the ulama as much as we can, listening to them much as we can. Alhamdulillah, they have apps out. They have apps out now from some from, from some of the mashaykh where their materials and their classes, books. Uh, audio and so on and so forth have been collected in the app. So now it's in the app. You open the app and that's it. You you can go through books in the app. So this is a, this is a benefit. This is a benefit. And a lot of this is not in English. So this is this is this is a what? This is an encouragement to learn Arabic. This is an encouragement to learn Arabic because when you learn Arabic, the doors of you know, I mean, what you could benefit from are opened up tremendously, tremendously. Now when you're dealing with a translated language. Is is limited, and what's been translated, right? Is limited. Whereas, if you knew Arabic, forget the translations, forget the translator. You have access to the sheikh himself. You have access directly to the sheikh's works. And the Mashaykh are very uh, beautiful individuals, very down to earth. Their numbers are available. You can call their phone, and they will answer. You can you can type them on the uh, be it WhatsApp or whatever, and they will answer you. They will, they will, they will answer you, answer your questions, and you can communicate with them directly. So this is an encouragement to learn Arabic. So sticking to the mashayikh, and that's 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 that that's the thing. Sticking to the mashayikh, wa Not these, you know, real scholars. Stick to the scholars. You understand? anhum and learning from them, and other than that. That you ultimately you want to stick to the scholars and you want to learn from them and you want to benefit from them so when you when you when you're far from them you benefit from them by being able to read their books listen to their recordings watch their videos yani you know, attend their online you know classes and things like this uh, and, and this is benefit right this is benefit um, but also if given an opportunity you want to go and and travel to them. If you can live in the areas where you see them on a day-to-day basis, right? Um, some of the greatest lessons I've ever learned came from being in close proximity to to, to, to the ulama while living overseas or during my stays overseas where I would go for a month or a few weeks or so on and so forth and yet in close proximity because the lessons that I will get or the benefit that I will pick up from some of the mashayikh when sitting and eating with them, when visiting their homes and, and, and drinking tea with them. Some of the Sheikh, we have eating ice cream together, and so on and so forth. When benefiting the 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 points of benefit that I get from them at, at these points, sometimes the stuff you're not gonna get in the class, you're not gonna read in the book. You're not gonna get it in the class, you're not gonna read in the book. Seeing how the sheikh in the acts with 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 people being able to sit back and watch the Sheikh, watch how he interacts with the person that's ignorant, watch how he interacts with the person that's older than him, watch how he interacts with the person that's younger than him, watch how he interacts with with his peer. You understand? Watch how he interacts with the students. Watch how he interacts with the non-students. Watch how he interacts with his children. Like the times we'll be in the house of the Mashiach and the children will come in, sometimes small children, sometimes bigger, and interact and see the sheikh with his child. You learn. You learn things that you're not going to pick up in a book. So going to be with the Mashiach and spend time with them, and if possible to live in the lands where they live, where the sheikh is lives in your neighborhood, or let me put that another way: you live in his neighborhood, and you and you pray in the same masjid, and so on and so forth. This is the type of benefit you can't learn online. So the, you you you'll never be free from having to travel to learn from them. Now, and because that's that's when some tremendous benefit comes into effect. Now, that's when some tremendous benefit comes uh to the student. Uh the sheikh he goes on and he mentions taking from the scholars naam and sticking with the scholars. Well and the reward for that, the reward from taking from the scholars, the reward from that that from Allah from Allahu Ta'ala, Wa Jaza'u ala min Allah Tariq Al يَصِّنُوا Is that Allah Will make easy the path Of which يعني, uh, Will make easy the path That will lead the student of knowledge To the jannah That due to them Seeking this knowledge And taking the means By way in which to acquire knowledge Due to them putting forth that effort Allah will make it easy for them The path to the jannah Allah will make it easy for them the path to the jannah and that is because they are seriously concerned. they have a concern for that in which they are seeking after they have a serious concern now they have a serious concern with acquiring. With acquiring that in which they intend to acquire, that in which they intend to seek, that in which is their intention. And that is what to learn about the religion so that they may implement the religion so that they may do that, which is pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they want to go to the Jannah. Because they have a concern of wanting to go to the Jannah and that concern of wanting to go to Jannah motivates them to seek knowledge so that they may do what Allah has commanded, seek knowledge so that they may Know how to stay away from and what to stay away from, so that they seek knowledge, so that so that they may fulfill the obligations. They seek knowledge that they can stay away from the prohibitions. They seek knowledge so that they can learn about their Lord. They seek knowledge so they can learn about the prophets and the angels and and the books and so on and so forth and and, qadar and and day of judgment. Now they seek knowledge so they can learn about the religion, so that they can practice the religion, so that they could. All of this seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So that when they meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah wa ta'ala is pleased with them And then they enter into the Jannah Because they have a concern for this And that concern is manifest in their seeking knowledge Allah makes easy for them the path to the Jannah Allah makes easy for them to path to the Jannah Because that's what they're seeking That's what they want They want the Jannah And it's clear and evident in their actions See a lot of us we say we want the Jannah huh? A lot of us say yeah I want, I want Jannah I want to go to heaven but it's not really clear and manifest in our actions. We said we want to go to heaven, but then we live living like we 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 trying to go to hell. You know, a lot of us is like that. We said we want to go to Jannah, but then we living like we want to go to hell. It makes no sense. But the yeah, I mean, but 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 in the student in the student, the way it should be, the way it should be in the student, is that it's clear and manifest that yes, this person is trying to go to Jannah because they're putting forth the effort. They're putting forth the effort. They're sacrificing from their time. The sacrificing from you know, meals are missed, sleep is lost, now nah, money is spent, resources utilized, resources depleted. You understand? Person gets sick, huh? Their health, they get sick when they when they when they when they, when, they, when, they, when they when they go to seek. And so many students, especially those students that study with me in in Egypt, we will speak about the times. Yani, you know, the 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 few times that we came close to death because we were so sick. A few times, yeah, not not just yeah, from the standpoint of just you know sharing stories and, and 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 speaking with people who understand the plight and understand you know the the struggle and understand the struggle. There's been times where students come close to death. They're so sick, rushed to the hospital, so sick while they're studying, close to death, but they don't leave. They don't go home. Allah Taala gives them healing. And they they go back to studying They go back to studying Because it's about seeking that knowledge Trying to please Allah Ta'ala And do that which is correct These are signs And this is the way it should be That it shows that yes We truly trying to go to Jannah And every Muslim should be truly trying to go to Jannah Right Because Who doesn't want to go to Jannah So if that's what we truly want to do Then We have to look at the way we're acting And stop acting like we try and trying to go to hell. <laughs> because they have a concern to acquire that which they intend. So for that so 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 due to this, they will acquire something from knowledge. Now so due to this, they will acquire something from knowledge. بِعَانَتِهِ عَلَى الْعِلْمِ بِمَا عَلِمَهُ Min أَحْكَامِ الشَّرَعِيَةِ And also they will have a concern al عَمَلِ Very important. Also they will have a concern عَلَى الْعَمَلِ بِمَا عَلِمَهُ مِنْ أَحْكَامِ الشَّرَعِيَةِ They will have a concern to implement what they know from the rules of the religion or the legislation they will have a concern to implement their knowledge because that's what it's about implement the knowledge now um as 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 it comes in a hadith uh, Sheikh Nasser he mentioned uh, Imam al may Allah ta'ala then the famous hadith um al-alim alladhi la ya'lamu al-alim alladhi la ya'malu bi'ilmihi kalmubsah yudhi'u lin-nas wa yuhriq nafsuh that the scholar that does not act in accordance to his knowledge, the scholar that does not act upon his knowledge, he's like an oil lantern, right? And in this, what is meant is the wick of the oil lantern, the wick of the oil lantern, right? Because the wick, anyone who knows about the oil lantern, the wick is that which is on fire. Right, and the wick it brings the light, but that wick it eventually it burns out. So you have to change the wick, you know, every so often, because it will burn out. In any event, the scholar that does not act in accordance to what he knows is like that oil lantern or the wick. It gives out light to others while destroying itself. It gives out light to others while burning itself, meaning while destroying itself. So. We have to act upon the knowledge. That's what it's about. We just don't acquire it for the sake of acquiring it. Just bad in Just from the standpoint of FYI. No. So that we may live upon it. So we may implement it. We may act upon it. And when we come up short, we make tova Because we know, yeah, it's while came up short. I need to make tova, Huh? It, it is, it is it is incumbent that we act upon this end. That's 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 why we, we're seeking it. So we can act upon it. Or that's why it should be sought, so it will be acted upon. And that, if a person does that, if a person has a concern to seek the knowledge and they they take it serious, and they they do what they need to do to seek that knowledge, and they acquire the knowledge, and they act in accordance to that knowledge, then all of this, the Shaykh mentions, he says, All of that will lead to... To a person. Entering into the Jannah. Now. All of that will lead to a person. Entering into the Jannah. It is important. It is important. That. We strive. To. Have our lives. Affected. By. These narrations. Not just we read them. But that we read them, understand them, benefit from them, take them to heart and are changed and altered by them. Our life should be altered. So I don't care who you are. I don't care what your passion is. Once you have heard the likes of this sentence from this narration. This should now Add to your passion, add to your life's mission, learning something about your religion. Not everybody's going to be a scholar, and no one's saying that everyone has to be a scholar. You can be a a doctor. You can be a doctor. But you being a doctor, does that now make you free and exempt from having to learn about your religion? No, You you, you can still love medicine. And still strive to be the best doctor in your your, in your chosen field. But at the same time, if you really want good for yourself, you're going to want to learn something about your religion. So so the basics of your religion, you have to know it anyway. So you want going to make sure that you are a scholar in the basics, that you are a scholar in what you have to know. As the Prophet ﷺ said, Seeking knowledge is obligatory upon every Muslim. Meaning, seeking knowledge of the fundamentals of the religion. Seeking knowledge of what is an individual obligation upon you is wajib. Is wajib. You have to learn it. So you have to learn your aqidah. You have to learn your minhaj. You have to learn the fundamentals of the religion. You have to learn how to pray. You have to learn how to fast. The rules related to fasting. Learning how to pray. Let's go back to the prayer. Learning how to pray. Means you have to learn those rules and regulations that are linked to purification. You have to learn the al tahara. You have to learn the rules and regulations that's linked to water. نعم? The types of water. What water could be used? What water couldn't be used? What makes the water? what, what mean, When the water is pure, when the water is impure. You have to learn all of that. How to make wudu. The al wudu. How to make ghusl. The al ghusl. How to make tayammum. Huh? The rules and regulation of tayammum. You have to learn all of that all of that is connected to what to the salah. and then yani yeah, the, the 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 prayer itself the rules of the prayer the positions of the prayer what is set in each position yeah the prerequisites of the prayer all of that have to be learned the pillars of the prayer the obligatory aspects of the prayer everything about the prayer you have to learn about it that enters into what everybody has to learn the ahkam of 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 fasting Everybody has to learn about the rules and regulations of fasting. Those who fast. Uh, Those who Allah Ta'ala has given them uh, a surplus of wealth. And they have to pay zakat. You have to learn the rules and regulations of zakat. Those whom Allah Ta'ala has given them good health. Has given them financial resources and and the financial means. And you make hajj and umrah. You have to learn the rules and regulations of hajj and umrah. Because it's wajib upon you. And anything you do in life. You have to know the Islamic ruling on it. You want to get married? You have to know the Islamic rulings as it relates to marriage. So that you get married correctly. The process and everything is correct. Now, uh, being a husband. You have to learn the rules and regulations and, 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 and being a husband. The rights that the wife has upon you. You have to study that. You have to learn that. Now, so that you can give your wife her rights. You can treat her in a manner that is correct. And likewise for the wife. You have to learn the rules and regulations and, 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 the, uh, and the rights of the husband so that you can fulfill his rights, so on and so forth. Everything you do in this life, everything you do in this life, you have to learn the Islamic regulations as relates to whatever that is. So it may, so some things are shared by everybody and some things may differ from person to person because not everybody deals in the exact same things. Now, the things like I mentioned, that's shared by everybody. But for example, something that may not be shared by everybody, for the poor person... For him, it's not wajib to learn about the akhramul zakat because he's poor, but is recommended that he learn about it. But for the rich person, is wajib he learn about it? Why? Because he has to he has to do it. He has to pay, right? So, seeking knowledge on these things that's everybody anyway. That should be everybody anyway. That's the default. But even that doctor and his discipline, right? His chosen discipline, even him now is going to say, but you know what? I want to go a little beyond that. I want to go a little beyond that. Why? Because whoever takes a path seeking knowledge therein, allow me easy for them, the path to the Jannah. And who doesn't want that? So this hadith should change our lives and should make everybody want to be a student of knowledge at one level or another. However much they could be, however much they are capable of doing, they should try to get a piece of seeking knowledge. Why? Because they want to go to the Jannah. And then the Shaykh moves on to the next portion of the hadith, but ta'ala, we we'll leave that until the next time.